Hello, everyone, and welcome to Wisdom Seekers Sunday School class from the Father's Church in Dallas, Texas. And this is a uh, it's an unusual offering today in that we are not only doing an audio version of this class, but video, and we're projecting it live. So we welcome all of you to this great time in the Lord. And we are especially blessed as well to have as our guest speaker this morning from the dwelling house in um, I'm trying to figure a way to keep you here <laughs> in Tampa Florida elder Denise Anderson so sister would you please come God bless you we're looking forward to what God's going to do amen amen well good morning everyone and everyone uh, on, uh, on stream and around the world and across the street or wherever you may be, we are so grateful that you are with us this morning and we are with you and all of us are with God. Uh, what a blessing. What a blessing. Amen. Amen. I am uh, just overwhelmed. I want to thank Apostle Ron and, and the Saints Network and the Father's Church for allowing me this opportunity. I uh, bless you, all of you. I thank my pastor, Pastor Levester, Pastor L, and the congregation of uh, the dwelling house. <laughs> Something about this. <laughs> I might be staying, Apostle. <laughs> yeah, I might be staying. <laughs> um, and, and I'm especially thankful that not only my blood family, but my genetic family is here uh, with us. And, our family, my family gives me strength. Uh, so I'm so grateful that we were able to come and uh, nothing was going to stop us. Nothing, nothing, amen. I'm gonna open with a word of prayer and then we'll get right into today's lesson. Father, I give you praise, honor, and glory for this day. Father, I woke up this morning saying, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it. We will rejoice and be glad in this day, Father. So we just give you praise, honor, and glory for this day. Lord, I ask you to open our eyes, our understanding to what you uh, have poured into me, Father God. I submit myself to you that you may use me up, Father God, and pour out of me everything you desire to have your people to know. Lord, I just give you praise this morning. I'm so grateful, so thankful, so grateful, and so thankful. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I'm going to start with just a couple of things. No one asked me to do this, but I just feel compelled to, to, um, to do it, so I will. Um, if you don't have, and, and I, I want you to know, Apostle Ron did not ask me to do this, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, the Wisdom and Revelation book. Um, if you don't have this one, this is a very, very good tool to have in your toolkit, your uh, utensils or your backpack and then I know that he has um, two other books for us on wisdom um, the spirit of wisdom and and then also a book on grace and these are new and I'm doing this because I so believe in um, teaching learning understanding growing because I am a firm believer that when we understand better we do better and so wisdom comes from uh, the Lord, obviously, and fear of the Lord is wisdom. 
but it also comes from us applying ourselves and studying the Word of God. And so we will get right into the teaching in just a moment. I'm going to clear some things for to give me a little bit of space here. Amen. Now I also want to open up by saying uh, I got a very pleasant surprise this weekend from a special young lady. Um, and she just blessed my heart. I believe the story goes she was asked to do a project in class on Veterans Day and to then find a veteran uh, soldier, so sailor, airman, marine, someone in the military to give this um, her, her project to. And as, as I understand it, she chose from a list of names my name. Now, I don't have a lot of interaction with this young lady. I, I, I see her and her sister and others running about the church, but we don't really talk. Uh, she's seven years old, and we don't really talk, but I just watch them as they jovially run about the church. But she presented this to me, and her mom kept it in her office all this time for me. And it's a, I call it the soldier lady. And I love this. And I told her that I was going to find a special place in my, my home to, to put this so that it could remind me, um, because it does mean a lot to me. Obviously, I'm a, I'm a retired uh, military officer. Um, and anytime you see the camouflage, you just go, ooh, let's, let's go to war. Um, <laughs> but this has special meaning because the Lord showed me this morning when I woke up. He said, you need to put this on your door, the door that leads to your garage. From my bedroom, I go straight to the garage, to the car, and then out the door. He said, put this on that door to remind yourself every morning when you leave this house that you are to go, overcome, and return. Amen. Amen. So I'm going to say your name, Allie Arroyo. Thank you so much. This means a lot to me. You, you can't imagine how much it means to me. I just want you to know that it does. It means a lot to me. And I'm going to put it right here for now so this soldier can stay on guard and watch over us as we go over this lesson. Amen. Um, when I began to study this, and I, I've read the, the book on wisdom and revelation uh, once and a half, times. I'm still, I say that because when I read, I actually study. And anybody that knows me knows that I use color pens and I use tabs and I highlight and that kind of thing. So it's not just a reading for me, it's a study for me. But when I read, read it uh, the first time, the Lord says, I said to the Lord, I said, there's a lot here. Just as there has been in this, um, this week, the teaching has all been very, very good. Everyone, I, I know what teachers, uh, those who teach the word go through to prepare um, and I appreciate and respect everything that was presented to us this week. It was such good teaching. I know everyone who has had an opportunity to either be here physically or see it streamed online, I know you glean from it as well. So what I, I thought the Lord would have me do this morning is uh, when I read the book, I said, Lord, there's a lot here, and I'm not sure I'm going to be able to um, retain it all. I mean, I know it gets in your spirit, and we soak it in there, and the Lord brings it forward when we need it. But there's a lot. And then uh, that's a parlay into, I learned that word from you. That's a parlay into um, when I was coming this morning, I said, well, Lord, what? I, I want something yellow to wear to represent wisdom and revelation. I think I'll go out and buy something. And he's been reminding me this year. He said, no, everything you need is in the house. Everything you need is in your house. And he's right. I do have quite a bit of stuff in my house. So I went through the closet. And this is the only yellow I could find. <laughs> 
So there you have it. Um, but the Lord said it's not just about that. Your, your colors represent who you are. And Denise, it's been spoken over you that you're always, there are always, people are always seeing rings or chevrons of yellow around me. And I received that and I thank the Lord for that. And I said, Lord, I feel like I'm being overwhelmed or not so much overwhelmed, but overrun and overtaken in a good way by what I heard this week. So thank you very much. As a son represented by the purple with a pure heart, I come to share with you the wisdom that God has given me from the revelation he's given me from reading that book. Amen. Amen. So when I first started reading, he said there are three basic categories that you should remember, Denise. And again, being in the military, one of the things we're always doing is um, acronyms. <laughs> acronyms, because it's easier to remember things that way for some of us. Um, so the topic today is wisdom. It all adds up with the emphasis on ADD, adds ADD. There are three that the Lord would have us go over this morning. The first one is accept divine direction. The second is apply due diligence. And the third is anointing determines duration. So we're going to walk through this this morning. Amen. I'm so grateful again just to be here and, um, and, and, and share this with you. So in the teaching by Apostle Ron on Perfected, one of the notes on my paper that I wrote down as I was taking notes in the seminar um, is that we must be willing to receive and do. We must be skilled at understanding what is going on in the world and not be overcome by it, but overcome it. Because we are more than conquerors in Christ Jesus. We are overcomers. Amen. And the scriptures remind us in Philippians 1, 6, and it reads, being confident of this very thing, that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. Amen? So that's my declaration this morning because I said to the Lord, I don't want to talk about COVID-19 anymore. I'm talking your word. I'm speaking your word. I'm saying what you have established for us to be and do. And so I, I will close that part of it with this, and that is to say that... <laughs> I heard a um, Dr. David Jeremiah say that he heard from someone who probably heard from someone. So I'm going to give credit to whoever initially said it. But it says, God's man or woman in the center of God's will is immortal until God is done with him or her. So I ride on that. I stand on that. When we're in his will, we are immortal nothing can snatch us from his hands nothing so we're done with the whole COVID-19 thing we're gonna we're gonna do due diligence we're gonna do what we're supposed to do but we're done talking about it amen amen so let's talk about wisdom and it all adds up the Lord said accept divine instruction and I took some of this from the perfected and partnering with the Saints partnering with the spirit of wisdom teaching we had this this week and from Mark Burke, I learned that we are to pay attention. Accepting divine direction starts with paying attention. Amen? And that word is ana, and it's to I or he, pay attention, respond to what the Heavenly Father instructs us to do. For it is our paying attention, it is in our paying attention, 
to what we hear or accepting that we what we hear from the right hand of the throne of grace that we are preserved even delivered from evil so yes it's important for us to hear it it's critical for us to hear God speak but even more important is our accepting what we hear many times we hear it but it we don't embrace it we don't accept it we don't make it our own so we're talking when we say add here accept divine direction amen could it be that sometimes we hear it but we just don't accept it embrace it or assimilate it into our lives could it be that sometimes some of us hear it and we accept and embrace and assimilate it into our life but in the way we think it ought to be done that's not wisdom that's that's earthly wisdom amen amen I want to go through Proverbs 8, 32, 36 with us uh, in the King James Version this morning. And I'll start by reading uh, aloud to all of us, Proverbs 8, 32 through 36. And this is one of my favorite scriptures. It reads, Now therefore, brethren, now therefore hearken unto me, O ye children, for blessed are they that keep my ways, hear instruction, and be wise, and refuse it not. Blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. For whoso findeth me findeth life, and shall obtain favor of the Lord. But he that sinneth against me wrongeth his own soul. Wrongeth who? Wrongeth his own soul. All they that hate me love death. And when I read that, I said, okay, Lord, I just want to take this one and, and let's just break it down in the original understanding of the words that you spoke so that we can absorb this in our spirit because this to me is a very key verse in, in our understanding wisdom. Hearken, and we, we heard this earlier this week, that word is, uh, I'm, all of these are Hebrew strong because this is a proverb, so we know in the Old Testament it's, it's uh, Hebrew or in the, in the New Testament is either Greek or Aramaic and maybe sometimes even Latin. but. We're going to stay in the Old Testament today, right now. Uh, so all of these are Hebrew strong, Hebrew strong words, and it's Shema. It means to hear intelligently, attentively, with the intent to obey. And then the Lord highlighted the word in this scripture we just read, blessed. And we're going to put all this together. I just want to go through the words right now. Blessed, and that word is a share. Be leveled or balanced, which leads to being over being empowered, leveled or balanced, being uh, leads to being empowered. So we know that when we're out of balance, we really are kind of um, just off kilter, just tilt. And, and there, not much effectiveness comes from us, but we want to be a share, leveled, balanced, and being empowered. Then the next word that leaped off the page to me was ways, and that word is darak, or we say derek. And it means to tread or walk or a course of life or mode or, or, or the, the direction that we're going, the road that we're traveling, which way, which direction, which, uh, how, where are you headed? What, what's, what's your focus? What's, what's on the horizon for you and, and the way you're going? The next word that led, uh, left off the page is hakam, wise. To be wise, which is to be skilled in mind, word, or act. And again, I read... Um, Apostle Ron's uh, uh, book on mighty men 
I love that book. And I'm sure you can imagine why. But I love that book. I love it. But on page 45, it says, Wisdom is spoke about as an overall grasp of tactics and timing, an inclusive view toward what God truly wants from us. Wisdom will seek out the dark places as directed by God and will turn them to light. So it's critical that in, in, at all times, but especially in these days, that we are wise, that we understand the will of the Lord. We understand what God is saying. We hear it. We understand it. We move in it. Watching Shakad to be alert and sleep, uh, sleepless uh, on the lookout. Shakad, gates, delet, the valve or door, the hinge or swinging part. Gates also represent a place of exchange. So when it talks about here in this scripture, watching daily at the gates, we're, we're to be, uh, have our minds open to whatever opportunities the Lord is bringing our way. Many times the Lord will bring an opportunity, and I'll just speak for myself, my way, and it's like, oh, that's nice. And I just watch it go by, and then it's like, Psh, that was for you. And, 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 and this is a good example, and I don't mind sharing it. I'll be vulnerable here. I was sharing with um, Pastor L and Stacy, and we were talking in the sanctuary, and um, I said to Pastor L and, and in front of Stacy, I said, you know, with everything that's going on, now we're going to have to um, decrease down to a certain number. Perhaps someone else that's already here at the Father's Church should speak on Sunday instead of me. And it never rose to you, Apostle Ron, because obviously Pastor L and Stacy jumped right on it and said, but that's, that's your opportunity. God gave you a word for today. So what are you doing? <laughs> well, they didn't say that, but I added it. Because so <laughs> I thought it. It's like, what are you doing? But that's a good example of watching your opportunity. Amen. Just move right on by. And then waiting, shamar, properly to hedge about, to guard, or protect. In this particular scripture, that's the word waiting. Posts, a conspicuous place. And I thought this was really interesting because when we go back to the scripture and read about um, posts, it says, for, mm, find the word. Okay, there it is. In verse 34, blessed is the man that heareth me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at the posts of my doors. Post, that's a conspicuous place. That's an interesting word for that scripture. Waiting at the conspicuous place for an opportunity, a door. Amen? An opening represents communication in conjunction, an opportunity. And we can read more about that in Colossians 4, 24. Findeth, Massah, which means to come forth with. Findeth. So we, for whosoever comes forth with, or comes forth, with finds life awesome life high and that word is to be alive to be strengthened to be revived so whoever whoever comes forth with findeth an findeth an opportunity to be alive wisdom helps us to stay alive not just in the physical but in the spirit stay alive stay alert and then favor razon and that is the delight, and it's actually the delight of the Lord. The delight of the Lord poured out on us gives us his favor. 
So I'm going to summarize this particular section with this thought. And the, the, what gripped me was the last part of that scripture. And it says, all that hate me, and the me is wisdom here, all that hate me love death. That was very arresting to me. <laughs> because it, it, it's very clear. If we are not moving in, walking in, embracing, loving wisdom, then the opposite is true. We must love death and not being alive and not being uh, the word here, mawet, mawet, and muth. We're not, we're, we're opening ourselves up to pestilence and ruin. So it's important for us to walk, to accept God's divine direction. And this is a very, very summarized version of everything that was taught this week. But I wanted to, to capsulize some of it, maybe whet your appetite to go back and look at what was spoken in these particular uh, teachings, perfected and partnering with the spirit of wisdom. And there were others too. But for those for sure, I, I actually wrote notes that align with this teaching today. And then as Apostle Ron told us this week, he said it's one thing for us to read and study, and that's great. But do we meditate? Do we process what we just learned? So I'm sharing some of my process, my meditations with you about accepting divine direction. The first is, in every situation and circumstance, ask of the Lord, Father, what do you say concerning this matter? What am I to know and with an anointed understanding do? And that's in everything. Um, I share with you that that's, that's my lifestyle. Now people say, oh, you almost sound like you're crippled. You can't, you're, move, you're paralyzed. No, the way the Lord moves in me, and we'll talk about that in just a minute with Tethime, the way he moves in me and the way he has me move about this earth, I have to ask and be careful with everything I do and everywhere I go. I'm wearing this key, and this key says strength. Someone asked me about the key earlier this uh, week. And I said, yes, I need the Lord's strength because I don't look for battles. They find me. It's like I'm a battle magnet. And I know many of you are as well, but I don't look for a battle, but I won't run from one either. Amen. Because I know who goes before me. I know who stands behind. I know who stands beside. I know that I am surrounded by the power of God. I am not afraid. I am not afraid. The only thing I fear is disappointing God. It's the only thing. And that's a reverential fear. Amen? My second meditation was know the Father's voice. If we're going to accept divine wisdom, we have to know the Father's voice. We must know his voice before we can hear his voice. And knowing his voice comes from commune, personal contact, being trained as a son of God, and understanding what he reveals. Those we are in close contact and fellowship with, they can be across the street. And if they call our name, we're going to turn in that direction. Now, if, the, if someone else from across the street calls your name and you don't know them, their voice doesn't even sound familiar, you probably won't give it a second thought, except maybe a quick glance. It's like, I don't know that person. And you keep moving. Amen? But we know the Father's voice. We know how to hear him. So why wouldn't we accept, embrace what God wants to do? My third meditation. Additionally, we are not to analyze and dissect what we hear, but accept, which means hear the instruction, be clear of the instruction, 
endure the instructions, persevere, proceed in the instructions. You like that? Amen. That came straight from the throne because I don't have that kind of creativity. I promise you I don't. Hear instruction. Be clear on instruction. Endear the instruction. Persevere in the instruction. Amen. And that's what accepting is. That's what accepting is. And the fourth thought I had on this section was whether we like it or not, agree with, desire it, we must discipline ourselves to Shema. We must discipline ourselves to hear the Father with the intent to obey. In Proverbs 17, 28, it says, Even a fool, when he, fold, he holdeth his peace, is counted wise. And he that shutteth his lips is esteemed a man of understanding. I have learned to just be quiet. Just sometimes, just be quiet. <laughs> just shut up. And, this is, and, and there are times when I go before the Lord and I'm talking to him and it's like, Lord, da, 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 and Lord, this, and Lord, and, and not in a worried way, but it's like, I gotta, I'm like, I'm a, re, a reporter. I got to tell him. It's like, wait a minute. Don't you think he knows that? Why, why are you talking? Be quiet and listen. So let us get in the discipline, not the habit, the discipline, the lifestyle of sitting quietly before the Lord and just listening. Just listen. Amen. I've had too many Job 42, 1 through 6 moments. I didn't write it on your write it out on the, your handout, but it basically is saying, Job is saying is saying same thing. Lord, I'll just be quiet. <laughs> I, who am I to counsel you? I'll just be quiet and listen to you. Because you created everything. Everything on this earth belongs to you. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. So God knows where everything, everybody, every inch, every dirt grain, every sea salt, everything is. Why wouldn't we listen to him? That's wisdom. Okay, we're going to move on to apply due diligence. This is number two. Apply due diligence. And I took much of this from the teaching on Tithime and Thesaurus. I love that. Those are going to be my new, probably, passwords. Um, so if you want to break into my computer, it's probably one of these two words. Amen. But when I, when I look at apply due diligence, I came away with, the Lord is telling us to be, go, do, overcome, repeat. That ought to be a t-shirt. Somebody make, anyway, um, if you want to use that as a t-shirt slogan, you can. Be, go, do, overcome, repeat. Because that's why we're here. To be who he created us to be. To go where he sends us. To overcome when we get there. And come back. So we can do it again. Shalom. Amen. Amen. The end state of anything we do for the Father is victory. Not because... We orchestrated the victory, but because the Father orchestrated the victory. With all that the Father is and with all that is in us, the tetheme, the only outcome is we are more than conquerors. We are overcomers. That which he has created in us, we're more than conquerors. We're more than just your average, I was going to say Joe, but I don't want to offend anybody named Joe. <laughs> we're more than just your average person. We have the, the, the Holy Spirit, the, the wind of God, 
the power of the Almighty in us. There isn't anything that he sends us to do that we cannot accomplish, and not only accomplish, overcome. When we get focused, when we get to the place where we understand and accept what we hear from God from the right hand of the throne, and we heard it from God, we know it to be true, and we move in that direction, we start to apply all that he has put in us in that thing. And if he sent us to do it, victory is the only possible outcome. Amen? Amen. Amen. The tithime is identified through the doing by accepting divine direction and then applying due diligence. Tithime, identity, purpose, and authority, we are being trained as sons of God by operating in that for which we were created to become and do. And we say this often in the dwelling house, we must be and become before we can do. I don't want a medical physician to do before he or she has be, I know that's not proper English, or become. I want them to be or become that and then do, amen? Amen. Second Timothy 2.4 tells us, No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. And I'm so, again, thankful for this depiction from this innocent heart and, and out of the mouth of babes, because that will go on my door as a reminder to me that when I go out every day, don't get involved in the winds of whatever is going on around me. Focus and hear what the Lord is saying to me and then apply what I know he has put in me to accomplish where he's sending me. If the Lord says go forward and then turn left, I need to go forward and turn left. I don't need to hear the people on the, on the sidelines saying, well, you know, it's, that left turn up there is closed. I'm going left. If the Lord says go straight, if the Lord says go over it, whatever he says for me to do to get to the place he is sending me, I'm determined that I'm going there. Amen? I may end up there with knee scratches and leg bruises, but I'm going. Because God will take care of that too. He's a healer. Amen? Amen. I want to share with you very briefly, and I've shared this before, uh, the uh, testimony, but it applies here with respect to applying due diligence in my life and the tithime that God has placed in me. And I'll be brief because I do want to cover everything today. And I shared with you all before that on December 14th in 2014, I remember sitting on my, um, my sofa, and this is the prosuke, my going before the Lord. And I said to him, Lord, I know there's more to this life. I know you created me for more than what I'm doing now. I know that I've had to go through a process of learning and growing and understanding, but there's got to be more that you want me to do. I, I, it can't just be this. And that started the prosuke, right? When we started to ask the Lord what I said, Lord, I will do whatever you want me to do. Now, did I have an understanding of what I was saying? No. <laughs> but, I, but I was tired of being in that place. I was tired of being in that, it felt like a do-nothing place. It felt like a go-nowhere place. So clearly that was the Lord steering me because there was something more he wanted me to do. He just wanted me to ask and agree and partner prosuke with him. And then about a month later, 
actually in, in that same conversation, I, I said, There's, I'll do whatever you want me to do. And he says, I, I just want you to pursue me. That's all he said, pursue me. Well, I didn't really know what that meant, but I had and still have probably half the bookstore here, the Father's Church in my house. And I've read most of those books. So that's, I started to immerse myself in the Word of God, in the books, in teaching and training and learning and trying to understand, just going after God because His Word is really wisdom. His Word is wisdom. And there are many of us around, many around us who will help us understand. So I hear people often say, well, I don't, I don't really understand the Bible when I read it. I Get one that you understand and go to Sunday school. Go to Wisdom Seekers class. Go to Bible study. Talk to the pastor about things other than what's troubling you. I'm sorry. But I had to throw that one in for the pastors because I'm like this. I'm just going to be, I'm going to be serious. If you're in there with the pastor with the same old, same old, I can't get in there. I need to talk to the pastor too. Now that shouldn't come from an elder, right? But I'm human. There are times that I need to talk to him too. Amen? Amen. So I'm going to encourage my brothers and sisters in Christ, get in the word because God will begin to speak to you through the Holy Spirit. Many of the things that we don't understand or can't get clear or clarity on, it's in the Word. The Holy Spirit will begin to illuminate to us. Amen? Amen. Because the basic building block of any army or any military unit is the individual. We need strong soldier, sailor, airman, marine, coast guard members in the army of the Lord. Amen? Amen. On January 15, 2015, so about a month later, I heard his voice. And what he said to me was he revealed to me my identity, purpose, and authority through Jesus Christ. And what he said to me, and I've said this before, and when he said it, I didn't understand it, but he said, you are a guardian of righteousness and truth, a skilled warrior who operates in humility. Now, that's a mouthful. And when he first said it, I wasn't expecting it. I was sitting there in one of those quiet moments about to reach for some popcorn when the Holy Spirit spoke. And I went, what? And I, mean, I looked around the room because I was in, a, in an apartment and I was there by myself. Who spoke? Who, who said that? Because I heard it crystal clear, crystal clear. And I said, Lord, is that you? And he said it again. You are a guardian of righteousness and truth, a skilled warrior who operates in humility. And I said, put the popcorn down, let me get a pen and paper. Lord, would you say it one more time? And he said it one more time, and I wrote it down. Now, on January 15th, did I know what it meant? No. Had no idea. But I knew that's what he was, he had put in me, because I'd asked him a month ago, show me more. I want to do more. Amen? About three weeks later, and you all have heard about this, um, I was going to call it the fall, because that's exactly what happened. I stumbled down some stairs. But it was really the awakening. It was my pay attention moment. I had gone to work. We had a, it was 9 o'clock. We had a fire drill. Uh, it was kind of cold outside. This was in Washington, D.C. or Northern Virginia. Uh, so obviously you have to take the stairs. I started walking down the stairs. And I remember very clearly there was nobody within three feet behind me. There was nobody in front of me. And I, I felt propelled. Now, if you're going to fall as you're going down the stairs, normally somebody's behind you. 
and you 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 you're gonna fall forward but I actually fell in a very awkward way it wasn't a slip it was a propelling I I two I'll say it was about two feet um, I fell down I hit my head into this concrete brick wall um, I hit my shoulder, bruised my shoulder, bruised my knee, and I bruised my foot. Now, all of that is relevant because here's why. When I was able to get downstairs, people came. They helped me because I couldn't walk. I had broken my foot. Uh, I got downstairs. The ambulance was waiting. They whisked me off. They patched me up. They sent me home. And I sat back in that same spot that I sat at 7 o'clock in the morning and said, it's only 11 o'clock, Lord. <laughs> what happened? And he said, Denise, you need to wake up. You may not know who you are. But the enemy knows who you are. He knows. He can smell that which is within you. And he's going after it. And then the Lord had me remember what I was wearing. That day I had on a black skull cap. So my head was covered. The head. Because I, I pulled out every book at that point. What, what is the head? What is the shoulder? What is the knee? What is the foot? What does all that mean? My head was covered in black. With a black skull cap. My neck I had on a uh, purple uh, scarf, sonship and truth. I had on a red dress, um, judgment and burning or passion and purpose. And the Lord says, the enemy is going after that which I have placed in you. He does not want the knee is to elevate, right? Uh, uh, to step up, to raise up. And the foot is to move forward. He doesn't want you walking in your identity. He doesn't want you walking in your authority. And I believe those um, particular understandings can be found in the book Hierarchy um, from the Father's Church. Uh, so I, okay, I need to figure this out. Well, sure enough, we're going to fast forward. Um, in March of that year, he gave me instructions because he says, you're going to leave this area. I said, great, where am I going? Because I had several places in mind that I wanted to go. He said, you're going to go to Tampa. I said, where? <laughs> He said, Tampa. Now, I love Tampa, but Tampa's not Washington, D.C. And I was comfortable there. I had been there. I lived there. I felt like I knew where everything was. I, I could maneuver quickly and easily in the city. And he said, no, you're going to Tampa. I said, well, Lord, what if I just stay here? Can we do what you want me to do here? And he said, and this is all he said to me. Again, instructions, right? He said, the blessing and the anointing is in Tampa. So I packed up my bags and moved to Beverly. Well, actually Tampa. <laughs> I got there in August 2015 and from August 2015 to December uh, 2018, I was looking for the blessing. Because a lot of times we look for things the way we know and understand them. I was looking for the blessing. I'm looking for the blessing. I thought it was gonna be something material or something and it wasn't. The blessing was from this three-year period, August 25th to December 2018, the Lord had me in his word every day, immersed. I would get up, I would proskuneo from 5 to 7 every day. I would go eat breakfast from 7 to 8, and from 8 to 3 in the afternoon, I was in the word. I was either reading one of these books I was reading the word of God. I was reading what he would have me study. He was just immersing me. He was giving me much wisdom and much of his word for three years. Now, that felt a little odd to me because I'm, I'm an outside person. I'm used to being here and there and everywhere and just, as the young adults would say, all up in it. 
But that's not what he had for me. That was not the blessing he was speaking of. This was it. Because when I came out of this three-year period, I knew and understood how to apply due diligence. I knew and understood what that tithimi, what he was telling me, what he was identifying me as, I knew and understood that by just staying in the word, listening to the Holy Spirit, praying, proskuneo, praising, using everything I know to do. Now, I'm not trying to glorify myself. I want to give you an example because wisdom doesn't just come by osmosis. You can't just sit next to a wise person and become wise. We have to put in the work. We have to get in the word. We have to understand. We have to pursue him like he told me to do. We have to go after him, chase hard after him, breathe hard after him. That's what he wanted from me. And what has he done since then? Well, from January 2019 to April 2019, he said, okay, you have reached the point of graduation. And, you know, when you're used to doing something every day, all day for three years, it's like, oh, I love this. This is great. This is wonderful. And the Lord said, no, it's time for you to go. It's time for you to move out. So the first opportunity where he had me to move out and go where he sent came through the Father's Church, the Saints Network, and it was to Brazil. Very first place after I came out of this period of time. And I thank God for that. I thank God for that. And then from that point forward, most of the last half of 2019 is a blur. Because in eight months, no, in six months, from June to December 2019, I went to eight different places and stayed at least a week. Now, some would say, well, that's not a lot. I go all the time. Yeah, but when you're used to not going, that's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. So I know that God was moving me forward on the direct, on the path, on the on the course that he wanted for me amen and he's continuing to hone giftings and I thank God for that he's continuing to hone giftings in me because he told me he says you you're you you you're fluent if you will in the prophetic you're still growing there so keep that plate spinning you do very well with teaching so keep that plate spinning but now I want you to move and understand the apostolic I want you to understand what it means to be an apostle and I said okay Lord here we go <laughs> I mean, what else are you going to say, right? Here we go. Even where I am in this direct, this course of life and road I travel with the Lord today, I know that the Lord is honing another of the giftings he has given me. And I, tithime, I kneel to his call. Amen. There are a few other examples of tithime that I'd like to look at, and we're going to go through these quickly because you can now understand and have grasped a lot from what we learned this week and the readings that you've done on your own. But I'd like us to just look at Luke 22:42, and the same is found in Matthew 26, 40, through 46. And it reads, And he cometh unto the disciples and findeth them asleep, and saith unto Peter, What, could ye not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray that ye enter not into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. He went away again and a second time and prayed, saying, O oh my father, if this cup may not pass away from me except I drink it, thy will be done. And he came and found them asleep again, for their eyes were heavy. And he left them and went away again and prayed a third time, saying the same words. 
verse 45 then cometh he unto his disciples and saith unto them sleep on now and take your rest behold the hour is at hand and the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners rise let us be going behold he is at hand and doth betray me now when i when we look at this we typically look at what the disciples were doing and we focus on that part but the lord said focus on the center part oh my father if this cup may not pass away from me except i drink it thy will be done that's the accepting divine direction that's the applying due diligence amen because after that when he came to the place in this scripture where he heard it accepted it and was ready to move in it amen because we know jesus was son of man and son of god when he came to the place where he was ready to move in it what did he say you guys go ahead and sleep i'm, I'm okay now i'm at peace now take your rest because the time is now so let's let's get up and, and move forward let's get up and get on with it amen and that's what god means to us with the applied due diligence all that he has given us and put in us he wants us to move forward in it once we hear we accept the divine instruction we apply due diligence then it's time to just move forward in it amen so the summary for this part is as sons of god walking in godly wisdom godly wisdom always leads us to that phrase thy will be done and it always leads us to the treasured victory that the sorrows that the father desires from us based on the tithime he placed in us there's always a greater good a bigger picture than we can see with god sometimes he uh, will will reveal what that is and what he's doing and sometimes he will not nor does he have to reveal anything to us it's his choice and we know this from deuteronomy 29 29 and psalm 115 15 through 16 however our portion is to hear god and obey and even if and especially when we do not understand because james 3 8 through 18 tells us our earthly wisdom is no match for him it's just not and we already read in the other scripture to not have wisdom is death is ruin so let's apply due diligence uh, just a couple of my meditations on this understand that we who are I'm sorry understand that that who we are is who the father intended for us to be for the purpose he created you and me to accomplish in the earth you are I am a light for God's people amid those who are in darkness you nor I can be anything else let me let that sink in for just a minute because there are too many of us out there and some of us in the kingdom trying to be what we're not trying to be who we're not and God is saying apply due diligence be who I created you to be I put that to me in you for a reason so be who I created you to be and don't let people around you try to change that because your walk your walk your walk your walk is different from mine there are many times when I wish, no I don't, there are many times when I think about wanting to be the kind of person that's just the lover of God. I want to sing songs all day and that's okay, but that's not the path he has for me. As I said to you earlier, I don't look for fights, they find me. 
<laughs> I don't try to be engaged in battle. They find me. Amen. So I've come to accept that that's my tithime. That's how he created me. So I have to be more aggressive and more assertive and more forward than most, which is uncomfortable for some people because as I shared with someone earlier in a prophecy, God is not concerned about the packaging. He's not concerned that I, I'm in a, this tithime is in a female body. He's concerned about my willing obedience to do what he's called me to do and that he knows I will do it. Amen. The same with you. As we apply due diligence in every situation and circumstance, we should look for ways to die to self. Amen. Can't do this without dying to self. Because self will get in the way and then everything will get messed up. That's probably not a good way to say it. Everything will become discombobulated. Amen. My meditation three. As a son of God, we have partnered with the Heavenly Father, and he, and who, I'm sorry, as a son of God, we have partnered with the Heavenly Father who created us to be, accepting our identity in him. So when we accept our identity, that's our partnership. We talked about partnership through a couple of our teachings this week. Um, Katie talked about it. I'm going to talk about Katie's in just a minute. But Katie talked about the partnership. Pastor Fabian talked about the covenant relationship partnership so we partnered with him and covenant relationship with him there's no backing out there's no saying I don't want to do this because I've discovered in my own life the things or the times I've said that after having partnered with him he has not let me forget my end of the covenant he's a covenant keeper and not only that but he'll help me keep my 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 end of the covenant now, what kind of partner does that? <laughs> Amen? But God. Hallelujah. So not applying the, the so not applying or not doing our tithemi is not an option. This applying due diligence is not a forking, forcing mechanism from God. If we, it is, I'm sorry, I am just so caught up in this right now. This applying due diligence is not a forcing mechanism from God. It is we just are who we are. We can be who we are and do what we are designed to do by his grace. Or we can do it without his grace. But either way, it's going to be done. In the physical realm, perhaps in your occupation or school or even ministry, have you ever seen anyone who is trying to be who they are not? It is not a very pleasant sight. So let us be who God called us to be, created us to be, to thimming us to be. My final point is the anointing determines the duration. The anointing determines the duration. And this comes from the idea that we are empowered and we must understand the timing of the Lord. So in Katie Crawford's teaching on the power of prophetic worship, she spoke about the Yod or the hand of God and our partnership with him through Jesus Christ is our authority. Again, Pastor Fabian also talked about partnership and our covenant relationship with God. Also in our teaching this week, the testament in his blood, I captured this thought that I believe applies here. The empowerment of what the Father wants to do in that moment or season. The blood of Jesus Christ empowers our ability to receive, participate, and apply wisdom. 
So it is truly that which we are anointed to do. And there are several examples in the teaching this week. There are several examples on here. I'll go through one very quickly. That helps us to understand that it is with God's anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit, that dunamis working in and through us with the tithime, that which he has already placed in us, is what enables us to do what he's called us to do. Amen? And I'll summarize this by saying this. Sometimes we... we um, well, let me just go through the teaching here, and then I'll, I'll, go, I'll say what my summary was. Because we can look to Samson in the book of Judges, and we know this story very well. Um, he, was a, a, he was ordained a Nazarite. He was uh, ordained that from his mother's womb. He had specific regulations or things, rules that he was to apply to his life. But in Judges 16, 26 through 30, he lost focus. He forgot the instruction. And it says, and Samson called, uh, I'm sorry, uh, in earlier in the scripture, he, he shared with Delilah the secret of his strength. And then he was captured by the Philistines, and they came, and they gouged out his eyes, and they did mean things to him, and they imprisoned him. But this is the part where the anointing determines the duration, and that's in Judges 16, 26 through 30. And we'll read on, uh, focus on verse 28 specifically. It says, and Samson called, and that word in the Hebrew is kara, which means he cried out to properly addressing by name. So he cried out to God and properly addressed him by name. And he cried out unto the Lord and said, O Lord God. So Jehovah Elohim. I mean, he's calling on everything he knows. He says, remember me. And that word remember me is to mark me as to be recognized, zakar. I pray thee and strengthen me, is what he asked Hazak to fasten to or seize upon, to cause to be courageous, fortify, strengthen me, fortify me, I pray thee, only this once. And that's timing. We talked about anointing determines the duration. God strengthened him one last time to take out the Philistines. Even after he had obeyed him, disobeyed him, even after he had spoken what his word was, or what he was not supposed to speak to others. God honored his tithime one more time. Amen? Amen. It is the anointing that determines the duration. So as I turn the page, I'm not going to go through these scriptures because you'll be able to see and read for yourself an understanding with respect to how the anointing of God the dunamis power of the Holy Spirit in us, combined with the tithemi, that which he has placed in us, enables us to do what he's called us to do. But it is the anointing that determines the duration, and we need to remember that. We cannot do this in our own strength. It doesn't matter that all of that which God has placed in me is in me. It does matter because it's a good thing. But if I try and go out and do it on my own strength, under my own strength, that's just not going to work. I've got to have the power of God, his empowerment, to go where he sent me to do what he called me to do. So finally, I ask this one riddle, and then I will close our session today because much of it is it remains on your paper. And I like to ask this riddle. You don't have to answer it, but I would ask you to think about it. What do you tell a wise man or woman? The Lord asked me that one day. He says, what do you tell a wise man? What do you tell a wise woman? I said, I, I don't know, Lord. And his response, God has a sense of humor. He said, only what they will hear. 
And I believe it is the same with us and the Heavenly Father. Why would he release the Mysterion through the Apocalypsis to those who are not accepting divine direction, applying due diligence, and obediently understanding his anointing determines the duration of what is to be done? That's precious to God. His thoughts, his desire, his will is precious to him, and he's only going to partner with those who are willing to walk in wisdom. When you get a minute, if you would watch this video, it's um, long past. It was a Super Bowl video, but it's the little Darth Vader one where the little guy is running through the house and he's putting his hand out to everything and it's just not doing what he's expecting. And then dad comes home and he rushes past dad to get to the car and he gives it all he's got. He puts his hands toward and you can even shake him a little bit, see him shaking a little bit. And the father and mother are standing from the kitchen window and the father has the automatic ignition in the car and he starts it and, and the little guy goes like this and when I watch that video it's a reminder to me that Denise nothing happens until the father shows up nothing happens until the power of God shows up so I have a couple of thoughts here they're all the same but they all lead to what we were talking about today and that is God commissions us, empowers us, and promotes us. And we are to commit to what God wants to do, accept divine direction. God commissions us, empowers us, and promotes us, and do what God wants us to do. That's applying due diligence. And finally, God commissions us, empowers us, and promotes us. And we are to commit to what God wants done for the person, nation, or land that he wants it done and how he wants it done. In closing, as Monica Terrell shared with us this week, we are heading for some unusualness. I didn't know that was a word, but it is. There will be doors of opportunity that we are led to walk through. And when we get inside the door, it will be, oh my, I know that I was sent by the Father to be here so I know that I am in the right place and I know I have the right stuff, but this is not at all what I thought it would be. And I say to you, exactly. That is the time that we have to understand we may no longer ignore the voice of God as we sit on our tetheme, but accept his divine direction, apply our tetheme with due diligence, and move by his anointing for the determined duration of his work in our hands. Amen. To God be the glory. Apostle.